You're listening to Nathan Shansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. So, by chance, are you wondering what to do with all your free time right now? Are you waking up in the morning and finding it odd that you don't have a mountain of emails or editing or client work you need to get done today? And it feels weird, right? Like, maybe you feel less productive as a result, and you're like, do I turn on the TV and binge watch a Netflix show? Do I just like leave my gear sitting on the shelf collecting dust? Do I even bother making myself a schedule today? What do I do with this time? Well, today we are talking about the season most of us are probably in right now, especially those of us wedding photographers in the United States, slow season. So we're talking your mindset around it, how to plan for it, and practically, what do you do with it? So hey, before we get into this episode, could you do me a favor for showing up for you today? If you're new to the show, you just you just keep on listening, keep on trucking, this ain't for you. But if you've been a listener for a good chunk of time now and you value me taking the time to show up every week for you and deliver value for free, would you take 60 seconds, like literally that's it, and write me a positive review for this for this uh, entire podcast? That would mean the absolute world to me and the health of the show to have you do something like that. Each and every review that has been written individually is so valuable to me and makes an incredible impact on the show, I promise you. That said, would it shock you if I told you that not even one in 10 of you guys, consistent listeners of the show, have left me a review yet. It's crazy. So this is like the easiest, absolutely free, low effort things I'll ever ask you to do to support the show. And I swear it does make an impact, which is why whenever I highly value a book or a podcast or something like that that I'm listening to and the creator asks me to write them a review, I do it because I firsthand know that each one does make a difference individually. Again, only if you value the show, only if you've been listening for a good while now do I ask this of you. Uh, thank you so, so much. I read every single one of them, and they're so impactful. All right, without further said, let's get into this episode. Are you an aspiring creative entrepreneur or established small business owner with a fuel to pursue the things that light you up like nothing else? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Nathan Shansky, and I'm a photographer and photography business educator. On this podcast, I'm here to drop nothing less than weekly truckloads of business and marketing tips, mindset shifts, and transformative wisdom from my life and career to bring you into the highest potential self that God created you to be. I will see you right here each week and let's commit to learning, growing, and achieving our goals together one bold step at a time. All right, slow season. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of break it down into three little, three main points. I feel like I do that every time, three, three main points. But I kind of want to talk about it in reference to number one, how to think about your slow season, how to not think about it. Number two, how to plan with it all this time, you know, how to how to formulate plans for it. Um, and number three, how to practically function with your slow season. So it's really interesting, by the way, I'll just say, because I know that there's certain people that aren't in their slow season. Like I was just talking to one of my students in one of my courses, and she's from New Zealand. 
Um, and she's like, actually, my season's just picking up. So um, I think a lot of us maybe in the Northern Hemisphere, especially those of us like in Northern U.S., where like we kind of all hibernate for the winter months and not really a lot of weddings happen. Um, even though I have like two two winter weddings, but a lot of times we don't have any any, or even two is not very much when you think about how many months in the winter there are. Um, so you know that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the season where you really don't have a lot going on, whatever that is for you, because you, even your winter might be a really not slow season. Um, so I'm talking about the season where, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the season where you just don't have a lot going on and your your books are pretty open because there's another time of the year, maybe your summer, where you're much higher booked, right? So that's what we're talking about today is like, what do we do with all this time? What do we do with all these uh, this, this space in our schedule? So number one, let's talk about how to think about it and how to not think about it. So I want you to think about your slow season as really like an opportunity, right? I, and and not as a license to just blah, like whatever. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times, um, by the way, so much of this episode, I'm talking to myself. So please don't think I'm just preaching at you. I'm preaching at myself too. Um, a lot of times we see the space that we have in a time like this and we're like, oh yeah, like I'm just like, you know, going to put my feet up, like binge watch my Netflix show and like whatever, shoot the crap, like whatever, just hang out, right? But I think that it's so important to look at this time that the Lord has given to you. Like this time is no less valuable than time during your busy season. And you really have to see it like that. Like this this is time that's so valuable and so um, worthy of something you can put your time to. It's an opportunity, right? And um, it's almost like someone has given you, think about it, like a metaphor, like if someone gave you um, 10 grand to spend on your business, right? And they were like, hey, like some investor was like, hey, I want to give you 10 grand. You're just starting out your photography business and I'm going to give you 10 grand to actually do something with your business. And so you're like, okay, um, I'm going to take this 10 grand and like actually use it, right? And so um, let's say you were to go and blow that 10 grand and like a car, like, clothes. Well, I'm going to be honest. I feel like if you blew it on a car, that's pretty much all you'd be able to buy um, <laughs> these days. Um, but yeah, like let's say you just blew it on a car or something like that. And then the person who invested, like your investor was like, yo, what did you just, I, that was supposed to be for your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I want you to view it as is like somebody's giving you time to steward and like I believe it's the Lord. It's given given us time to steward well. And so we don't want to just like blow it on things that aren't worthy of that time, right? Like each and every, I don't know if you can like think of it in terms of like your lifespan. Like we only have a certain amount of time in this life that God's given us. And each and every moment is a gift. Each and every moment is in like the Lord's giving us an investment of time and he's like, hey, I want you to do something with this, right? And that's not to say that every single moment has to be um, producing something tangible or has to be like making some sort of money. Like there's so much benefit in rest. There's so much benefit in like taking time off. But at the same time, like I just want you to think in terms of like no moment is wasted. Even if it's rested, that's not wasted. That's still very useful. It's still very productive to rest, right? Um, so I want you to think first and foremost of this time as like, this is an opportunity for me, whatever that is. And we're going to get more into like what you can do with that opportunity, but it's an opportunity 
to make something of this time, not just a license to blow it, right? Um, I also want you to think of this time as like, it's a time to, if anything, to reset and to form new habits, not a time to start bad new ones, you know, like bad habits, right? Because sometimes when we don't have accountability and when when we're like self-employed entrepreneurs and like no one else is calling the shots for us, we can sometimes slip into like, oh, I'm going to sleep in till like 10 every day and just like roll out of bed when I feel like it and whatever. And then like, I'm going to completely blow off like a schedule that I ever was keeping and no more lists and no more whatever. And I'm just going to like, yeah, just like hang out and like whatever. And I don't want you to do that because that that's the opposite of what should be happening during this time. If anything, I think what should be happening during this time is you should use this time as like a reset. You know, in your busy season, maybe you had so much that was going on. Maybe you had so much that you couldn't like keep afloat with and you're like, oh, I can't, you know, and, and some of those bad habits might have... Um, like started, like maybe you started going to bed at like 3am and getting up at like noon, uh, because like, you sorry, you just had to work really late or I don't know, but start getting into those better habits that you think would be better, best for you. By the way, if you're like a sleep till th- like go to bed at three, wake up at noon and that like works for you, like no shame. I'm just saying like, if that's not what works for you and you're doing it out of a place of like not health, then don't maintain it. Because I know some night owls out there like love, love, love the creative energy at night. But anyway, so yeah, that's what I want you to kind of think about is like start forming new habits, start forming good new habits, not slipping into like uh, bad ones. Like, because this time right now, again, it's like one of, it's one of those times that can be used for so much good, but also so much harm. So make sure you're using it for actual good, right? Okay. And then again, I, I think I said this before, but just like, don't make this time any less purposeful, even if like, even if you're resting on purpose, right? Even if you're resting on purpose, find these things that are giving you purpose, whatever they are. And even if it's not your typical work, it doesn't have to be your typical work. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm editing a session right now. I'm, I'm, I'm answering emails right now. Like I normally would, I'm uh, whatever it is, just like, find something else that's just as purposeful. And again, we're going to get more practicals of this, but still be purposeful with your time. Okay, number two, how to plan with this slow season. So I would think it would be incredible for you to look at your year Especially now that like this, I hope this episode is going to be airing like right at the beginning of the new year. So, um, this, hi, 2023. Um, I don't know you yet, but I hope you're nice. Um, <laughs> so especially now that it's the new year, um, plan for your year as a whole. Like what a great time to plan for your year, right? Like we all do it kind of subconsciously anyways. Some people like make their new year's resolutions, quote unquote, whatever that is. Um, but maybe like start your year off with like, what's my plan? What's, and I, I even, I'm doing this now in December when I'm recording this, like that's even what I'm doing now is like planning for this year and like, what's it going to look like? And, um, these goals and all those types of things. And like, what did I love about my 2022 that I want to carry over into 2023? And what was it that worked really, really well that I want to get like, you know, even better at 2023 rather than, or not rather than, and with what did I dislike about 2022? What didn't work? What was like, "Mm, that was not alignment for my goals, my life goals, what I, what I feel is alignment for me as a person. Like, that was not it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, if you have a situation where 
your entire summer was booked, or let's say like August is your favorite month of the year. Hi, that's me. And you had like your entire August booked. Maybe don't book your August like completely out. Maybe be like, you know, I only want to take like one booking in August, if that, or like, I want to keep my August completely free. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you say to yourself, um, maybe I don't want to take a ton of sessions in October, like family sessions. Maybe I just don't want to do family sessions this year. And because my October is already slammed with other sessions with couples and weddings, you know what I mean? Like, look at what happened in 2022, what you liked about it, carry it over, what you disliked about it, get rid of it. I think it's also good to note, like, if your business isn't growing, it's dying. And um, I, I truly do believe that. And so where are you going to be growing this year? Just ask yourself that. Like, where are you going to be growing? Like, don't don't look at this next year and be like, all right, same thing as 2022, like stagnation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be the exact, pretty much the same. Like, I might bump my prices up like a hundred bucks per package, but that that's about it. You know what I'm saying? No, I want, I want you to grow this year, this next year. So where are you going to do that? Where are the places in which you're going to grow? I want you to push yourself to really think hard about those things. Um, and then like what this is all culminating to is like in a nutshell, set some real tangible goals for yourself. Like now at the beginning of your year is an incredible time to set some goals and actually take some steps towards those goals. Not sorry, write out some steps towards those goals, not necessarily take the steps all in one swoop, but write out those steps towards those goals. Um, and I'm talking like financially, I'm talking um, just things you want to accomplish, like all of that type of stuff, like analyze your workload, all that kind of back-end cleaning, whatever it is, like look at what your goals are for this next year and actually make tangible steps to reach those goals, right? Because they're never going to get done if we just like see the big, big goal and we never take the steps to get there. I also want you to kind of think of, this is something I've really started doing, especially as I run like two businesses. And I know a lot of you don't, but um, I do think a lot of you are probably multi-passionate in a sense. And so sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, how do I juggle some of these things? And I'm not, I'm not like madly promoting being multi-passionate in the, in the sense of like having multiple businesses. I do think you should like figure one out at a time. Um, but that said, if you do find that there's a lot of like different moving parts in even one business, I think it's good to look at like, what are the seasons of my business this year? And, and is there, are there holes in these seasons? Can I, can I fill them with something? So for example, um, I look at the slow season. So the winter season as a season where I'm really pressing into like my, uh, what would I say? Like my product development. Okay. So making my product as a whole products, like on point, like my products, my branding, all that kind of stuff. So things like, like, how can I make my presets better for my images? How can I like set up some styled shoots for myself? Even like, yeah, even in the winter where I can just like hone my craft better, better. How can I make my digital products better? How can I make my coaching better? Like I have um, plans for uh, certain products or courses that I want to put out or programs that I want to put out in the next year. Sorry, you're listening in 2023. So in this year for you, um, in 2023, that I'm like, okay, this is what I want. So you you have to do the back end work first, right? Um, so a lot of that season for me is like, 
kind of like product development, making sure my products are where I want them to be. Um, even like, you know, for clients, like what, what's my whole experience for my 2023, a uh, 2023 wedding? What is that going to be like for a client? What are they going to get? How am I going to, how am I going to pamper them? What's their experience? Whole thing. And then I'd say a lot of times, like in the spring, oftentimes that's like my marketing season. And, and by the way, this is not like in a, in a, uh, very like, uh, it's not like in a clean cut format. It's more like just like generally. A lot of times it's my marketing season in like more like spring, maybe even summer. Um, and then a lot of times towards the fourth quarter, that's more of like my sales season. That's when like I do sell a lot of digital products. That's when like a lot of people are getting engaged and that's when a lot of people book me. That's when um, Black Friday hits, things like that. So that's a lot of times how I look at things. In the slow season, I'm also thinking a lot of times like my back end cleaning season, like back into my business. So you can almost look at different parts of your year and be like, this is like, these are these are my main focuses at this time. Generally speaking, that doesn't mean you don't do anything outside of that, but maybe you have a main focus kind of for a, a quarter of the year that you really want to press hard into, and those are your top goals or something um, very similar to that. Photographers, creative entrepreneur friends, are you sick of running your business through Gmail? Are you sick of not knowing where you're at in the certain client workflow? Sick of sending paper contracts, looking unprofessional, Venmo payments, and having to enter everyone's wedding dates manually into your calendar? I totally get you. Like, let me tell you, I have totally been there. In fact, the first year of being a wedding photographer, I straight up ran my business that way and it madly cost me. I dropped balls and client workflows. I missed payments. I missed emails. Like, it was bad. And then I finally invested in the single best subscription for my photography business. It's called HoneyBook. So HoneyBook is what's called a client resource management software, or to just put it plainly for you, it's a system that acts as a central structured hub for your business. HoneyBook automates my workflows, allows me to send digital contracts and invoice proposals to my clients so they can sign and pay online. It auto-fills in my calendar when a client inquires for a date. It processes and records all payments for bookkeeping. It allows me to create email templates for everything, even as a mobile app so that I can respond to inquiries quickly right from my phone. And seriously, so many more things that I can't even fit in here. I so badly want your business transformed by HoneyBook as well that I have a link in the show notes for 50% off your entire first year of HoneyBook. That's actually a $200 value, by the way. So are you ready to get your time and peace back, never drop any more balls in your workflow, and look professional as hack to your clients? Heck yeah, you are. Just be sure to click on that 50% off HoneyBook link in the show notes. And, you know, instead of... I, I kind of want to give you a something that I'm learning right now. Instead of trying to think of this time of year as what can I do that's like brand new in my business? Because I think a lot of times that's what we think to do when it's slow because we're like, I have so much time on my hands. I can fill it up with something else. I can fill it up with a new cash flow. I can fill it up with a shiny new thing that always captures the attention of us entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs, we love the shiny new thing, right? We always want to start something new. (laughs) Not everybody, but a lot of us do. And we think that the new is always going to be like, so much better and it's grass is always greener. But what I want you to think about is I want you to look at the business you already have. I want you to look at the cash flows you already have set up. I want you to look at the systems that you already have in place, um, the structure you already have. And I want you to look at it and I want you to say, okay, 
instead of looking to something brand new, how can I make what I have better? How can I make it better and better and better and better and better? Because even though it may seem like it's almost lying dormant a little bit, you can still make it so much better. You can still make your systems cleaner. You can still start the outsourcing. You can still clean up the back end of uh, whatever you like. I don't know, whatever it is. You can clean up your financial planning, your financial, uh, your reporting. Um, you can, like, there's so many things that you can make better. Your your client um, acquisition process, like your sales process, your um, client experience process, like you can make so much better. Don't look towards new yet. Like if you would just make better, better, better. That's that's my goal for 2023. Is not always can I look for something new? How can I make what I have better? Right. That's I think one of the best. Ugh, that's one of the best things that I've been learning in this season. I think I brought this book up before, but I've been reading Alex Hermosi's $100 million offers. I've read it multiple times now. And <laughs> he talks a lot about that. Like, make it better before you start making it new. Don't don't always look for the shiny new thing. Make it better. Okay, I'm I'm beating a dead horse at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. <laughs> okay, number three, how to practically function with the slow season. So this is gonna be like me just trying to inspire you and trying to evoke some like ideas for you. Okay. So even though there's not a deadline of work due during this time, hey, create deadlines. Like do it. Like get practical and create some deadlines for yourself based on what you do actually set up for your business. Even though you might not have a set schedule, create a set schedule. You know what I mean? Even like I, I'm still creating schedules and lists every day, even if it's just chores for, for myself around the house, right? I mean, right now in my December, I felt so much more human because I have a lot less like things on my plate that are demanding of me. And I've set it up that way because I really wanted to take December and chill. Uh, but I would say, like, you know, make sure you are setting these schedules up as if it were in the middle of your busy season and your life kind of depended on it. Put on there that you have to clean your room and make your freaking bed, right? Put on there that you have to do that house project that you've been wanting to get to for so long. Put on there that you have to shovel the driveway if you're in like a snowy place. Um, Whatever it is. And then maybe like the next thing on your list is like answer emails, edit this gallery, or set up the back end of your HoneyBook or something like that, right? And also just think of things you didn't have time for during slow season and commit to mastering and accomplishing those things. So I'm going to give you some real practical examples, okay? And I hope these are going to like evoke some ideas for you. So here's some examples. Read business and self-development books. Use this time. Like I I do a lot of uh, audio reading and um, it's so, I I use Audible, but I know I shouldn't use Audible because I pay for it and I know you can get them off like a library service. So find like a library service, like I forgot, I think it's called like Libby or something that my wife uses um, that you can just listen to audiobooks for free. And you can put those things in like 1.5x speed and rip through some awesome business books. I love reading multiple. I, I mean, I love reading them um, like one at a time with like, sometimes I read them multiple times over um, just to really get it. But seriously, get some get some awesome business and self-development books and sink your teeth into those bad boys during this season, it's going to seriously pay off. It's 
I mean, there's so much free education out there, you guys, in audiobooks or just books, business books out there that you got to tap into, especially during this season while you have the time. Uh, another example, sign up for coaching. Sign up for somebody to coach you, um, somebody who is somebody you trust, somebody who you really uh, you find that you absorb information from them very, very well, and you can be educated well by them. Um, find your person in that way and yeah, sign up for coaching with them. Like why not? Like whether it's a one-time or like they, if they have an ongoing program or something like that, it's going to pay off. Um, even if you do, yeah, if you invest in it, it's going to pay off. I promise. Um, I mean, unless the coach is like terrible, but hopefully you wouldn't go to someone who's terrible. Um, complete the course that you paid for, but you never started and then actually do the work. It blows my mind as a course creator how many people will still like will buy things and they'll buy courses. And like I've had the, I've seen this in some of my courses that I've put out. I've seen this in other uh, well, I've not seen it, but so many other educators have told me the exact same thing. Like, so many people don't finish these courses, like they pay for them, but they never finish it. Um, some of some people don't even start it. So and I know I have like at least one or two courses that I haven't started. Well, no, just one I haven't started yet, but like three that I need to finish. And I'm so excited to finish them. I'm going to use this time to finish those courses. Like it's like a it's like a Netflix show to me. I love it um, that I can just binge. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, take that time. Take this time now to complete that course you paid for but never started, and then actually do the work they tell you to do, so you can reap the benefits. Uh, use this time to rewrite your website or completely overhaul your website if you have the time and the funds or whatever. Uh, mess with your editing style. Create your own presets if you've never done that before. Clean up the back end of your business in general. You know, you can sign up for a CRM like HoneyBook and set all that. That takes a second to set up, by the way. HoneyBook takes a second to set up. Um, shameless plug, click the link in the show notes for 50% off your first year if you're going to do HoneyBook because it gives you a massive discount. And honestly, like HoneyBook is something that this, like right now is a perfect time to set up HoneyBook and to set up, you can set up automations in your HoneyBook so that when someone books you, you have this automated, beautiful workflow that takes your clients through this amazing experience throughout the year of their booking. It's, it's incredible. Set those, set those up so they can just run in the back end of your business while you are crushing your goals during the year when you're busy. Uh, set up a product project management software like Asana or Monday or Trello. I use Asana, uh, you know, usually at the beginning of the year. Last year, I started doing this and I loved it. I basically put in all of my clients for uh, their weddings because I had, I had all the dates like ready. So I put in all their dates um, and then I created like a templated, basically like a, t- a templated task list for each yeah client. It's it's so hard to describe, but basically all I had to do was put in their wedding date and then it it auto-filled with all these due dates of like this is when to uh this is when to shoot their wedding obviously. This is when to send out this is when to back up back up the photos. This is when you um send out preview images. This is when you call the photos. This is when you edit the photos. This is when you deliver the photos. This is when you send out the, the upload the gallery. This is when your VA does this, 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 you know? And so it was amazing. And so then I had all these due dates just like auto-populate into my calendar for the year. Um so, so easy, so nice. Don't don't run those things in your head. Like, ugh, that's way too much brain space. Um, I know Trello is free. I know there's a, versions of Asana that are free. I don't know if Monday is free. Um, so yeah, I use Asana. That's what I use. 
And I also use it for um, my education business as well. It just, it just helps so much um, to keep things all in, in order. Uh, this time could be a great time to start hiring a VA or start looking for a VA at the very least. Start the process of outsourcing different things that are on your plate. And you can outsource so many different things. Um, right now would be a great time to start that process. Even though you think that you're not busy right now, you will get busy. So um, take this time now because it, it's a little bit of groundwork to outsource these things. So start doing that now. If you're, uh, let's see here, I'm trying to think of some other things. If your books are closed for the year, and it's it's like early, and you t- still have tons, tons of inquiries coming through who want to book you. Think about hiring an associate team. Could you do that? Could you make more money that way? Could you um, expand your business that way? Might might be a perfect time to do that. Uh, you could possibly look into passive income sources like a print shop or selling selling digital products, or you could even uh, let's see here. You could get into like stock images and like selling your stock images and stock image websites. You could set up your print store and sales automations in a gallery host called like PickTime. Like I use PickTime and I absolutely love it. Uh, code Nathan for your first month free. Um, so yeah, like that's that's like an incredible thing to do. Pick times automations are incredible, and trust me, they are way easier to set up when it's in slow season rather than busy season. You could attack a new social media platform you've never tried, like Pinterest or TikTok. You could batch create social media content for the next month. Um, there's so many things like on your professional uh, life that you could that you could dive into for this slow season. On the personal level, um, I also came up with some ideas. You could start getting into a good habit of personal time with the Lord every day. If you've been in a place where you like felt like you had you couldn't do that, you could start getting to the gym, getting your body healthy regularly. You could take up a new hobby that's completely unrelated to your work, like music, like cooking, like building something, like crafting, gardening, depending on... <laughs> Gardening, depending on when your slow season is, like it might if it's in the dead of like winter. I don't know if gardening's the best time, unless there was like an indoor situation. Uh, you could spend more time with your family or your friends. Intentional time. You could do house projects or clean, purge, or you know all that cluttered junk in your house. You could take time to journal what's happening in your life. You could finish those more personal books or novels that you always wanted to read. Uh, You could get outside and find an outdoor activity that you love or just, I don't know, take more walks. There's so, so, so many options. Um, I hope these kind of like have uh, sparked some intrigue for you to think of think of things for yourself or some of the things that I mentioned maybe are perfect for you. Um, so if you take anything away from here, from this episode, make sure your slow season isn't any less purposeful. Like I said, live intentionally, live purposefully, no matter what season you're in. And at the end of the day, also like it's not a bad thing at all to just take a little pressure off of this time of year. Take time to rest. You might, your body, your brain might really need it right now if you had a very busy year, very, very busy, uh, busy season. Uh, seasons of rest and reset are good. Seasons of rest are productive. All right. I hope you found this so inspiring and thought provoking. I know just making this episode gave me so many good ideas for myself. So I will see you guys right back here next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Take care, friend. <laughs>